0: Welcome to another episode of Late Night with Tamir Benelli and today we have Sophie Ange who is at Des Hotels at McGill and we're going to be talking about social media which is a very important topic these days. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here today.
1: No thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah I'm really excited and I should also mention that it's uh, Thanksgiving today so it's a Thanksgiving special and a happy Thanksgiving to all the Canadians that are celebrating Thanksgiving now. Not so much for Americans, but yeah. So um to get it started, I'm just gonna ask what social medias you currently use right now.
1: So I guess I have I have accounts on not necessarily always Mm -hmm. I'm not always active on them but Facebook Snapchat and Instagram are the main social media platforms that I use oh and TikTok
0: okay yeah okay uh yeah so you said some of them you just have an account and some you're more active so which ones would each be
1: so Facebook and Instagram I have them sometimes it's mainly just for like messenger and then i have okay. instagram that i'm on when i'm like really really bored but i think i spend most of my time on tiktok and snapchat i don't okay. know why it's just the convenience of it i know for you it's a bit different right i don't think you use yeah. a lot of snapchat
0: not really no i mean i think i used to more like when i was doing streaks which i'll talk to you i'll talk about later But I think I use Instagram the most, I would say. I also have all of those. Well, actually, TikTok I deleted in March, which uh, I'm going to talk about later also. Uh, (laughs) Yes, you probably know my view on that already. But but yeah, I I would probably say Instagram is the one I use the most. Facebook, a lot less. I feel like in like just for context, that's like the CGEP that both of us went to. Everything was on Facebook. So I feel like I was a lot more on Facebook. At McGill, it's like not really. So, yeah.
1: yeah. I found that McGill uses WhatsApp a lot and like I have it. But now that everything's back in person, all the group chats have been like slowly disappearing. So I kind of Mm. just stopped using it altogether. Oh, really? Is it different in engineering?
0: Yeah, I don't have like a single WhatsApp group. It's all like Instagram or like just text message, actually.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, but I know a lot of international people use WhatsApp. Yeah. Yeah, that's usually the most common, I'd say.
1: True.
0: Yeah, and so what do you, like, uh, the ones that you use, what do you like and dislike about each of them?
1: I guess, like, starting with TikTok, what I like and dislike is the same thing, which is it's very addictive. So I tell myself I'm going to reward myself with, like, five minutes of videos like or five videos rather and then it's just so yeah it's so addictive that I keep scrolling and then I realized my five what was supposed to be a five minute break became 30 minutes and I'm like very late on my work but it's, it's so entertaining and the endorphins that come from it it's just I I know I need more self-control I <laughs> I guess Snapchat is just, it's an easy conversation starter too, in the sense that, mm. like, if you send a picture of something they find interesting, I think compared to, like, BeReal or whatever the new, like, thing is, yeah, you can start have a conversation and it's just kind of more spontaneous, rather. But the downside is you can't read what the person said beforehand, so it's like you have to open the message, which... Yeah. Can be sometimes more um, helpful when you have a bit. You you tend to get stressed out and like planning your answers beforehand, which mm-hmm. is something that Instagram does, which is good. But then it also leads to I think that happened with us. But um, when I turn off my phone, my notifications disappear, and mm-hmm. I forget that I get messages on Instagram because I don't go on it often. So it's like once I read the notification and I'm like, oh, I have to answer that once I'm free and then I just never get to it. So it happens that, uh, yeah, it's not as obvious because it's a tiny little dot in the Mm -hmm. corner where Snapchat is like very obvious. And Messenger and and Facebook, I mean, I guess it's just my whole family's on there, so I can't really... (laughs) I have to be very mindful of my activity on there. So it's not that uh <laughs> Yeah, it's not that interesting, let's say, because um my feed isn't as um yes representative of my yeah. interest as uh, the other platforms.
0: Mm-hmm. So for you Facebook is more like LinkedIn kind of?
1: For yeah, I guess. For me Facebook is like, oh, let's see what my aunt is doing in uh wherever she's traveling to or oh is everyone doing well here's a family picture it's really to keep up with my grandparents and like all of that side of the family
0: yeah also i noticed like even i would say like people that are two three years younger than us a lot of the time don't have facebook at all like we're like kind of the last like ages to even have it in the first place yeah
1: no way so does that mean like Mary like back in Mary, are they not using Facebook anymore?
0: I'm not sure, honestly. But like I know a lot of people that are that just came from like 12th grade and stuff, like in McGill. I don't like none of them have Facebook. No way. Uh, yeah. And even like my younger siblings don't have it. So
1: Yeah, I it's feel- kind of
0: like dying slowly.
1: I, I feel old now. <laughs>
0: yeah (laughs) and uh so if you had to only pick one of them to like to keep and delete all the other ones which one would you choose
1: it's going to sound um it's i'm gonna contradict myself i'm gonna go with instagram because you have the messaging component it's connected to facebook like half of the reels are just TikTok, so I can stay up to date with my TikToks too. And you have Insta; you can send pictures, there's stories. So there's components of every social media that I like that are all condensed into Instagram. So I guess it would be keeping Instagram.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would say the same thing. I feel like you could survive with just Instagram, but like with the other ones, it might not be as true.
1: Exactly, like everything else is like very specialized, like Snapchat is really for like pictures and small texts or chats here and there, but then you don't have like as many reels or like I know there's spotlights, but but who uses Snapchat (laughs) spotlights Um, and TikTok, the messaging, like the messaging platform or interface is really Bad. I I feel like you can't make group chats. I don't think you can send pictures. It's really just to send each other TikToks. So like at least Instagram, you can see your TikToks, but there's the other components. It's a very good messaging app, I find.
0: Yeah, I mean for messaging in general, though, I probably prefer just like texting. But yeah, for the social medias, Instagram is probably the best. Yeah. Also, yeah, Snapchat. The fact that you can't read it is. Could get kind of annoying, <laughs> yeah, because like yeah, it kind of forces you to respond right away, or else you look rude, especially if it's like a photo, like, oh, I have to send a photo right now, you know, <laughs> you might not want to or like you know have the best it might not be the best timing, but <laughs> yeah it's it could be more like annoying that way,, yes.
1: yeah, and the time limit too, there's too much pressure. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And then for like newer social media, well, TikTok isn't that new, but like still compared to the other ones, it's newer. So for like TikTok and Be Real, it's pretty new. What do you think of those compared to like the traditional social medias that we, we've been talking about? So
1: I'll be honest, I don't really know about Be Real. My friends are using it. And all I know is that, like, while we're studying and get rings, and they're like, oh, just post. I need a picture from mm-hmm. a b-reel. And it's, like, it feels very much, like, very similar to, like, a Snapchat and like, a story kind of way. I don't really get the point of it. Do you know if we can message on b-reel, or is it just mm-hmm. really to see pictures of others?
0: I, I'm, I honestly also don't have it, but... I know a lot of people that do. I don't think you can message. I could be wrong, though. I I don't think so.
1: Okay, so it's really just a photo gallery of what people are doing at that specific time?
0: Yeah, I think, like, the whole point of it is that it's supposed to be, like, that you can't really cheat. Like, you know, like, because Instagram, like, you always want to show, like, your best moment. Like, Mm -hmm. the best photo you have out of, like, a 1,000, you know, like with like a bunch of filters and whatever, but like, be real. It's like, show yourself right now. Like, even if you look ugly or even if you're not doing something cool or even, you know, whatever, but it's kind of like, there's ways to go around it. That's what I've noticed. So a lot of the time people aren't really being real. Like they give you, you know, like you could post it late. So some people are like, I'm going to wait an hour until I'm like here and I look better and then I'll do it, you know? So it's kind of like not really being real. But,
1: <laughs> oh I thought you had to like post it within like the time limit. You, you can do it after.
0: Yeah, I, I think it just says that you did it late, but you could still do it.
1: Oh, interesting. So I guess it's just any, like any other social media platform then where you can like pose and just highlight yeah. the best part of your life, I guess.
0: I mean, yeah, it, like I, I guess you could have the choice if you want to use it properly, but. It looks like most people don't. So, yeah. But is it like something that you you would want to download eventually or you don't think you will?
1: Because I don't use social media primarily for pictures, I think that's why I don't really feel the need to get it. Like I don't need, I don't get the need to know what everyone else is doing. But I know I can understand how, like, some people would like that connection, or perhaps rather the idea that it's supposed to be real or the most accurate representation of life. I can understand why, like, the appeal for others, just for me, it's not something that I guess I feel the need to do. Also, it's a lot of commitment if um, I get very easily distracted and if my phone keeps buzzing and telling me I need to post a picture, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'm going to just delete the app after like two days. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Would you consider getting Be Real?
0: Not really. It's kind of a similar reason because like around like the time that I deleted TikTok, like my goal is to kind of try to be on social media less. And one thing I don't like about Be Real, like, I like the concept of it, but the fact that it's actually a social media that tells you, like, go on right now, it's kind of, like, the opposite of what I want. It's, like, I want to be in control and, like, you know, only go on it, like, limited amounts. And if there's an app that forces me to go on it and when, like, yeah, I don't really, I think it might not help with my, like, cleanse so much. (laughs)
1: I think you deleted TikTok at the right time too because now TikTok just took the idea from Be Real and now I keep getting notifications about who like people I'm following have posted their like now I think is what it's called oh really and you have to like post a (laughs) picture to be able to see what others have posted on there now and it's like it's basically the Be Real's concept but on TikTok I haven't tested it out um (laughs) but it's uh it's there (laughs) yeah if you want i
0: mean that's yeah that's what they always just like rip off whenever one of them has a new idea like snapchat stories and instagram and then even for some reason there's like facebook stories which is like i don't know who on earth would ever do that but there's always like one or two people yeah yeah it's like if there's an idea somewhere it's always going to spread everywhere eventually
1: copycats are everywhere
0: yeah yeah Uh, So now I guess more about TikTok, Uh, do you think that we should be concerned about it, like especially for younger people with like reduced attention spans and things like that?
1: See, that's like a hard question for me because I feel like a part of me wants to say yes. But another part is like, well, with every new technology that comes, there's always this fear mongering of, oh, it's going to decrease this, it's going to be bad for this and that. But we can't see a tangible effect on like self, uh, self sorry, self confidence or like even different mental illnesses that are related to like overexposure to social media. Like, I feel like if you don't know how to navigate social media properly, so when you're very young, like being exposed to TikTok can be detrimental for mental health and like confidence and attention span and maybe like even just concentration in general. So if you're, I think it really depends on how you're exposed to it, and if you're taught how to navigate the uh, the internet in general, but specifically social media that's catered to really make you addicted to it. Similarly to like video games too, I feel like it have similar effects in some way.
0: Yeah, I don't know. For me, I I have noticed that people that are on TikTok a lot, not everybody, but like a lot of the time their attention spans have gone down like for example like even if they're on youtube and there's a 10 minute video about something they'll say like wow that's such a long video i don't have time for that
1: you know or like
0: yeah like even like my brother (laughs) says that sometimes and like or like even like some kids in my family like even if someone starts talking for like more than 20 seconds they tune out automatically because it's not like constantly like stimulating or even like on a drive Like, if you're in the car for 10 minutes, they start to say, oh, my God, I'm so bored. Like, I I need TikTok or I need, like, you know, like, there there can't be, like, any moments of, like, not extreme, like, stimulation. So, I think that could kind of be a problem.
1: That's interesting. That reminds me of a quote that I read somewhere, ironically, on social media. Someone (laughs) said something about how kids these days don't know how to be bored. I guess that mm-hmm. kind of plays into what you're saying, but, like, if there's not a constant, like, stimuli or stimulus, they're, like, they don't know how, you, like, how to uh, live with that or live through that, rather.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, the thing is, like, I think even, like, they are bored way more easily. It's like, for me, like, if I'm driving, like, just, like, maybe if it's a long drive, like, obviously you get bored. But if it's just, like... I don't know, like, going from the suburbs to downtown or something, like, not really a long drive. Like, I'm okay to just, like, look at the people and, like, the signs and the, you know, whatever, like, the lights or, like, the stores. Like, that keeps – I'm not saying I'm, like, thrilled, but that keeps me okay, you know? I don't need to, like, pull out my phone and go on social media. But for some people, like, they do, which is a bit worrying, I find. Yeah.
1: I never thought about it that way. I didn't know that, like, because my sister is seven years younger than me, so there wasn't a time where she wasn't on social media. I feel, or rather, she was on. She was watching TV when kids shows are quite, are quite addictive for kids. Like it's, um, I think. So it kind of went from watching things like it wasn't Coco but yeah. something similar to that for my sister's generation. And then that, like, kind of smoothly or not so smoothly transitioned to, like, YouTube and then TikTok. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I've never really noticed the difference in her attention span because it was most likely already low from the different TV shows that she watched growing up. And, like, I feel like it's similar for a lot of kids because of the way the TV shows for kids are designed, which isn't very good, I feel. If it's um, not...
0: yeah, but one thing I'm not sure of is, like, as you get older, they might get over it naturally or they might not. Like, that I'm not really sure because, like, just thinking about having, you know, like, university lectures, like, there is no stimulus in that. You know, a lot of the time is just someone, like, talking, like, saying super theoretical things and, like, th- they don't even try to make it interesting, you know. They're just like, this is this and this is that and, like, for, like, two hours. And if you have, like, that TikTok attention span – Good luck, you know?
1: <laughs> See, this is why I'm very happy to be in business because most of my lectures are very interactive. But, like, I'm taking one elective in the, like, science and it's mm. just, I cannot stand. the. It's <laughs> an hour-long lecture. It's so monotonous. It's an online lecture, too, so it's even worse because I'm just staring at a screen and PowerPoint just. Reading through it I thought I had an okay attention span <laughs> and then I started this course and I was like maybe maybe TikTok actually did ruin it it's just it's so long I don't know how you do it in engineering it has to be so like
0: I... well I think it's like the, this the fear of failing so you're mm-hmm. kind of like frantically taking notes and asking questions so you don't fail more than, like, actually being interested. <laughs>
1: hey, whatever works, right? If that helps yeah. you keep concentrated. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, would you say that social media changed our lives for the better, for the worse, like, compared to when there was no social media at all?
1: So I've never lived in the world where there wasn't social media. Like, even when I was younger, I know it's not social media, but, you know, this. Uh, like DS had, like, their little chat functions and yeah. stuff like that, but so I'm half Japanese, half Lebanese, and I have family in Lebanon, I have family in Japan, and I feel like social media really helps me connect to them, and family all around the world. I have family in the U.S. too, so I feel like th- there are some good aspects to social media, for example, being able to stay connected to family and, like, my grandma, had two years like before the pandemic, she wasn't very used to um, technology in general. But because of the pandemic, she was like really forced to get to learn um, how to use Line, which is like WhatsApp but for Japan. And my other grandma is learning how to use WhatsApp and all that. And now I'm able to talk to my grandma without using the landline, which was really expensive because it's an international mm. call. So, being able to talk to people across the world at any time and with very low cost is, I think, a very good advantage. But of course, you know, like uh, as we've talked about, there are some downsides to it. But I think overall, they had a lot of positive effects more than negative ones for certain uh, aspects, mm. at least. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. For me, I, I don't really know because, like, I agree that that there are a lot of positives, like for sure, people that are far away that you could keep in contact with them. That's like, that would be way harder in the past. So like, there's that. And like, even if you never really spoke with somebody and like, sometimes you could even just like react to their post, and then all of a sudden, like you start speaking to them and then maybe eventually even like meet in person later. So like things like that wouldn't ever happen before. So that's nice. Or even like things like planning events is way easier. You could just do a post and then like you could, a bunch of people could come without like, I don't know, going, I don't know what you could do in the past, like send mail or something or like try to track them down in person or yeah, even like marketing, I would say like, even for uh, like for my podcast, right? Like I put on all the different social medias and then I get people who watch it. So it would be way harder if I just had to, like, go up to people and, like, go on my knees and say, like, please listen or something. So, yeah.
1: Absolutely. I guess it's also cheaper now that you can advertise on your own pages before you'd have to use, like, on a newspaper and purchase ad space, which isn't something you need to do anymore. And you can post it also, not just for marketing, but you can have a lot, your voice heard a lot more now that you have uh, social media and like yeah. the internet in general
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, even like LinkedIn and stuff. It's like a lot e- a lot easier to like even contact recruiters or like people in your field like a lot of things became way more accessible. I would say. But then obviously there's the downsides of like people being addicted to it with you know like like the dopamine and all that like you know like I'm getting like- no, no, not no no no. <laughs> not LinkedIn, but just like social media in general, right? Like, I don't know, like if people are having a rough day, they might say like, you know what, I'm going to do a post. And then like, depending on how many likes and comments I get, that's going to affect my mood. And then sometimes it turns out well and they get like a nice amount of feedback and then they get their dopamine and they feel great. But then sometimes like it could even be you post at the wrong hour or like something like that and then you might not get as many likes as you want and then you're depressed like for two days and you're like everybody hates me or like i'm ugly or no one wants to be friends with me so like things like that which is like a, most of the time not true so like things like that i would say is obviously not very good so it I, it might be hard to tell like if the good outweighs the bad though
1: yeah that's true your, you're uh, bringing up a really important point of like how social media can affect so much of how you see yourself and affect your mood a lot. Like not just necessarily posts but like your what you post but what you see on your posts mm-hmm. on your feed too. Sometimes like I can get very political at certain times and sometimes everything I see on my feed is just horrible news and it can get yeah. into a point of very rather like um either compassion fatigue or it just, you become very, um, what's the, what's the word?
0: Like numb.
1: Yeah. Numb yeah. to everything that's happening. And then you're just, yeah, you're numb. You feel like a zombie walking through life. Yeah. So, definitely some negatives too.
0: Yeah. Like on my Snapchat, like I stopped looking there, but you know, when you like go on the, like you swipe to see all, where all the stories are and then there's like the news things on the bottom like all i see every time is that like they're saying like vladimir putin is going to use nukes or like kim jong un is going to use nukes or there's going to be world war 3 or like that that's like constantly what it is and like mm-hmm. i'm just like fed up of that you know it's like so many like horrible things i'm like why do i need that in my life you know like i'm like i can't ask them like please don't show me these kinds of, there's not even like a button, you know, like some social medias, if you don't like what they're showing you, you could press like, I don't want to see this. And like Snapchat doesn't even have that. So they, they, yeah, you don't really have a choice.
1: Yeah. I feel like the aspect of choice would be very important. So you have that um, autonomy to decide for yourself or agency, I guess it would be the right word. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like, uh, so speaking about that like how would you say like like what's a good amount of uh, use for social media where it doesn't become too much like if you want to have a healthy balance without being addicted uh,
1: you're asking the wrong person <laughs> my dude um, <laughs> see I, if there is one I haven't found it yet is going to be my answer because it's so hard it's just such a delicate balance and when you're trying to balance work school social media but it depends on what you see social media as so for me I see it as a reward after working and sometimes there are days that you need a little bit more reward it used to be reading books and then I got lazy (laughs) so now it's social media but for others I know that social media if social media becomes your job then it might be even harder to figure out the the balance of what is healthy because, well, your job and your social media time is all condensed. And then how do you figure out work-life balance if your work and life are both on social media? So I think it's, yeah, I don't have an answer for that. What do you think?
0: I, I think, like, for me, well, it was a lot harsher, like, in March So I guess, yeah, I guess it's a good time to talk about that. Like, like in March, I kind of realized that I was addicted to social media too much. So one thing I did right away is I deleted TikTok and that actually, like, I felt amazing. Like what, even the second I deleted it, uh, like I felt like a weight lifted off my chest. and like, I haven't, I haven't even thought once about going back. Like, I, I feel a lot more like calm and like good. And another for the other social medias because I'm like I still want to be able to keep in contact with people and things like that. So what I I did at the time was I only let myself go on it like max once or twice a day. So now like then once I like maybe like a month or two in, I realized I'm not addicted anymore. So now I don't really give myself limits. So like I might go on it a bit more than that, but like it's way way less than it was in the past. So like I kind of achieved my goal. So I think, like, if you're able to break your addiction, then, like, I think you uh, you could achieve your balance.
1: Wow! Well, honestly, Shapu, hats off to your discipline <laughs> to be able to just say, put yourself, put a limit of the number of times you access social media in a day. That is crazy. And it takes a lot of self-discipline to be able to achieve that. So good job.
0: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I mean, Now it's a bit hard, though, because a lot of people like Instagram group chats. So that's been making me a bit angry because it's kind of been hurting a lot of my progress. Because now I'm forced to go on it a lot more for, like, school-related things. But I've been trying, like, if it's a very busy group chat, I'm like, please, can we switch to text? Because that, that helps a lot also. That's another suggestion I could give is, like, try to text more rather than, like, Instagram or Snapchat or something. Because then it'll also like give you less reasons to go in the first place.
1: That's the thing too. Like I've noticed for the first time this year is where like a lot of my school group chats are on Instagram. It used to be on Messenger and Messenger, I don't mind as much just because you don't need to go on Facebook. There's a little pop-up that comes up. Yeah, exactly.
0: So it's like you're
1: not necessarily going on Facebook or seeing the feed. And it's just... I don't have a lot of data, so if we're on like on text and we start doing uh, sending pictures for different things, I know that I'm not, I won't really be able to see them or send anything. So it okay. being on Facebook is a little bit more practical for me. But yeah, absolutely, Instagram group chats for school or work is not a very good idea. I'm trying to get out of it, and it's just when you're six against one, it's like. Yeah. I can't, you do.
0: Yeah. And then there's even one of my group chats. Someone even wanted to force all of us to switch to Discord. And like, I don't even have Discord. So I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not downloading a, a whole other social media just for this group chat because like I'm trying to limit, you know? So like, yeah. So like all of us, like we're like kind of fighting against him. We're like, no, we're not doing it. <laughs> and we won. So. Nice. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Honestly, it's true. I forgot about Discord. I have it, but it's not... I don't necessarily consider it a social media, I guess. I didn't even realize it was. Just because it's... The way that I use it, at least, it's just for texting or calling more mainly. Like, streaming and whatnot. So it's not, like, as distracting as the others. I just go on it when, like, my friends are gaming. And I just need that little background noise while I'm studying. Just join <laughs> join a, a voice chat. It's true. It's like when you're studying alone. It's just sometimes you need the little like outside noise to keep you accountable. If I'm alone, I know that I'll be like, oh, you know, five minutes on TikTok. It's not that bad. Yeah. And then I hear people yelling at their game, and I'm like, oh, right. It like re-centers me back into like <laughs> I need to focus on my work. There are people around me, even if it's virtually.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah i mean for me i guess i get that more from like being in a cafe or like in the library but yeah like when i'm alone at home i usually put like some music or something in the background but, yeah but if it's just dead silence yeah that could be hard so yeah i guess if that's like your way of having background noise and that's good <laughs> everyone should find their way yeah
1: exactly
0: <laughs> yeah And Yeah, so have you ever tried to do something like I did, like even if it wasn't as drastic, like have you ever tried to reduce your social media use?
1: I want to say yes, but the only times that I actually do is during exam period where I just put my phone on mute and just leave it in a different room and I'd only check it just to make sure that I haven't gotten any important texts or emails just because if I don't physically distance myself from my phone, I know I'm going to be checking it. But yeah, it's mainly like right now with midterm season, uh, I want to say approaching, but I feel like I've already started. But being in midterm season, I'm not as active on my social media. But then at the end of the day, I kind of recuperate, I guess, everything that I missed out on. It's, Mm -hmm. It's a really, really bad habit. But I I should probably try a cleanse I don't know if I have enough discipline in me though to be able to limit myself to one or two times I'll try I'll try someday
0: I mean there's some things to help though like I remember watching a video and they said that you could uh, like turn off your notifications and also one person said to put your phone in black and white which I didn't do I find that kind of like weird but Apparently, you're less attracted to black and white, so it makes you, like, subconsciously not want to go on your phone as much.
1: That's an option.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh. See, now you're going to make me want to play with my phone settings even more, (laughs) and I'll be on my phone even more. (laughs) That's so cool. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't really want to do that, but I don't know. Maybe if that works, and yeah, (laughs)
1: If it does, I'll let you know.
0: (laughs) And uh, do you think that social media affects your overall confidence or self-esteem?
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I think it's not necessarily only negative. So for me, I was able to find a community of people, especially that were half Japanese, around the globe. It's a relatively small community. So like in Montreal, I only know a couple of people who are half Japanese and it's hard to connect if like we're all different ages. Mm-hmm. So to be able to find people who are like me and different communities that I belong in online definitely help feeling less alone. But then there's the aspect of like with seeing all the people who that are conventionally attractive or that their pictures mm-hmm. get more likes or more comments and all of that. Definitely when I was younger did affect um, it affect my confidence and I've you know it's definitely given me body dysmorphia that I've been actively working through, but there are some days when you're just there are days that I just have to cut myself off of social media because I know that I'm not mentally in a place where I can see certain news or certain pictures or certain videos that are going to affect me negatively. So it's like it's a delicate balance of can you get the confidence that you need from the communities that you belong in? And will it will seeing different people or different videos, pictures, posts going to affect how you see yourself? And I feel like the younger you are, the harder it is to recognize how it's affecting you and Mm -hmm. how it's changing the way that you see yourself. Like At the beginning of the pandemic, I couldn't turn my camera on because it was just, I hated seeing a picture of myself because of the way the social media trained me to view myself. And after two years, I've gotten, I think Zoom really helped helped me to be okay with the way that I look, but it was definitely hard at the beginning.
0: Mm, Is it a different
1: experience, you'd say, for like guys and girls?
0: I don't think so. But I think maybe, like, it might actually be a bit harder as a guy. But it's just a hypothesis. Like, I'm not making a a statement or anything. But, like, because at least I find for girls, like, no matter what, their friends all support them. Like, even if the post is not that good or whatever, like, they'll get, like, oh, you're so beautiful. Like, I wish I could be you and whatever. But men, like, they're more straightforward. Like, if the post is not good, they're not going to support it, you know?
1: (laughs) Ouch. Oh, really? I thought, like, at least with, like, between friends, you would... I guess I don't really see comments on guys' posts, so... Yeah. Huh. That's bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... No, but I think, like, it's still a similar experience, though, I'd say. Because, like, like, sometimes it's, like, you know, like, you compare yourselves to people that have way more followers or way more likes, and you say, like, you know, like why are they so much better than me or whatever? But like the thing is, is like a lot of the people that I know that are are like super cool have like a very small amount of followers and like a lower social media presence. And like, so like the thing is, is like that shouldn't be used really, like to like as an indicator for you in real life. You know, it's like there's some people even pay to get like fake followers or you know like things like that. So like sometimes. It's not really, like, the truth, you know? Like, yeah. yeah.
1: Absolutely. I feel like in high school, it was, like, a popularity contest. The more followers you had, the cooler you were, because the more popular you were. Oh, my goodness, I'm happy I'm no longer in high school. That (laughs) was... No, no, thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's still, like, kind of existent today, but I guess not... Like, it's maybe more,
1: like, subconsciously. Yeah. I feel Yeah, I think it's less out, outwardly expressed, I feel. Like, people yeah. understand that, like, your social media numbers aren't, like, yeah. a representation of you or your reputation. But, like, it's hard to get that mindset out of yourself. Like you said, like, confidence, yeah. it affects, it's mainly, like, how you view your social media presence affects how, like, your view of yourself which mm. is even harder sometimes to get over than what other people think of you.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with that a lot. Like, because a lot of the times if you like, let's say you see somebody that you like, like in real life and they only get like, I don't know, like 50 likes on a post. Like, are you really going to think anything bad about them? Like, no. Right. But that person might think bad things. So it's kind of, exactly. I think sometimes you have to think about like the like the outward perspective more
1: absolutely agree with that
0: yeah and um yeah so we're like kind of talking about this but like do you think it's possible to try to get more of the good out of social media like you were saying like keeping in contact with like your family and stuff that's in like different continents and trying not to get the bad like the like the addiction and things like that
1: i think it's hard like i want to say yes But realistically speaking, everything is going to have a good and a bad, right? Like reading, even reading isn't just a 100% good. You can get addicted to reading. You can read too much. It can be an expensive hobby. And like, I don't think social media is that much different. Wherein like, yes, they are great. Like there are great things like reading can increase your vocabulary, really helps you with your critical thinking and all of that and your creativity. But then the downsides are also, could be very negative. Social media gives you, like, I'm sorry, social media connects you to people from all around the world, but can make you even more isolated from the people who are right next to you. And I do, like, as much as I wish that there was a way to make it different, and I'm sure some creative minds are going to be able to find a way that makes it a little less toxic. But I don't think there is ever going to be a perfect social media per se where it's only going to be good aspects. Because there's like teenagers, you don't like let's say kids and teenagers, you they could they could never have social media and there's always going to be that um effects on self confidence, um, uh, mental health, all of that. It's just exaggerated, I guess, or rather uh, not exaggerated, but made worse by Mm. social media presence. So I think regardless of how it is, there is going to be a negative impact. It's just, would we be able to make the good outweigh the bad?
0: Hmm. Yeah, I I agree. I think like there's no way to avoid the bad, totally. But yeah, maybe like just sticking to more of like the messaging features. I could the only thing I could think of. So like, yeah, maybe using more messenger and trying not to actually go on Facebook or like, maybe like the thing with Instagram, it's hard because like you go on the app and you see things bombarding you right away, but maybe you could like train your eye to say like, you know what? I don't care. I'm not going to click on stories. I'm not going to scroll. I'm just going to go to the top right and message. So maybe like you could do that. You could kind of train yourself to, focus more on like connecting with people and message them but like a lot of the time yeah it's kind of impossible and like it's like it's kind of like candy you know like in front of you like like sometimes you can't resist you know
1: (laughs) it's it's right there you know it's just so easy to just take a peek take a little taste of it and (laughs) then you're in there 30 minutes in and you're like (laughs) regret
0: yeah and to uh end it off on a more like you know chill like fun question um because we used to do streaks. I don't know if you still do them with people, but uh what do you, do you think you? like that's fine. What do you think the appeal of streaks are slash were? And like also do you think that be real is just like replacing streaks?
1: So for me, the appeal of streaks is really I have streaks with people from mainly high school or childhood friends that aren't that I don't see every day. And it's my way of making sure one that they're alive. And two, the like sometimes, sometimes I get to see really cool parts of their lives and then we can talk about it. One of my friends this summer went on a road trip and I didn't know, but I found out through her streaks. And then we got to chatting again. We hadn't spoken in like a few months by, uh, by then. So we were able to speak and talk and catch up a little. I think be real. My friends who have BeReal still do streaks with me on Insta- uh, not Instagram, on Snapchat. So, frankly, I don't know. Like, I feel like Snapchat is has that messaging feature. So I don't think it would ever fully be replaced by BeReal. And yeah. frankly, I have a feeling BeReal is going to be like... Maybe it's because I don't use it, so I'm biased against it too. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know the popularity of it, of how... How how used it is, frankly. And if that use is it's just being used because it's new, or if it's going to be a long-term thing that sticks around.
0: Mm. Yeah, cause like for me, what I've noticed is like no, I don't want to like it's not really hundred percent true, but I've noticed that like streaks are not considered as cool as they used to be. So <laughs> uh <laughs> but a lot of those people that would make fun of people for doing streaks do be real which is like where you take a photo of yourself once a day like to show what you're doing and like like i don't see how that's like cool but streaks are not cool you know so yeah that's kind of like a contradiction i find
1: i mean hey if that's what they like that's what they like and you brought up a good point um One of the main reasons I still do streaks is I have streaks that are like three, like two, three thousand days old. And it's just, it's such a shame. I don't want to see it die. It's (laughs) like you've, you're in this for so long. Like even if it's going to be just that one streak that I keep, like I keep doing, I feel like after two thousand days, might as well see how long (laughs) you can make it last. (laughs)
0: Yeah. yeah, I stopped once I hit a thousand because, like, it was actually really perfect. It was like I hit a thousand, and it was like New Year's Eve or New Year's Day—I don't remember. Oh. I'm like, you know what? It's a sign. I'm gonna stop streaks. <laughs>
1: ah, that's such that's such a perfect sign too. It's like perfect number. You just finish.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, yeah. If you're saying that you get positive things out of it, like, you should definitely continue. And don't let the peer pressure stop you.
1: (laughs) Yes, thank
0: you. Well, thank you so much. It was fun talking.
1: Thank you for having me. It was a really fun conversation just that allowed me to explore a lot more about social media I never thought about.